This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Still to come on hour number two of the program, we're going to talk about our favorite NFL playoff futures, and we will play a little trend or truth. But now, to help us preview Super Wild Card Weekend is none other than Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports. Frank, thank you so much for joining us. We greatly appreciate it. Let's start with the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Green Bay Packers. And this line is continuing to move. Now the Cowboys in some spots are eight-point favorites. The total is also quasi skyrocketing up to 50 and a half. How much do you buy into this notion that Dallas just can't play well in the playoffs? And how much do you buy into the idea that Jordan Love is a completely different quarterback now than he was at the start of the season and they can make this a competitive game? Yeah, a lot has changed, obviously, with Jordan Love and the Packers. I remember midseason, especially at Raiders game, just being like, it's not happening. Like, this isn't the guy. And then by the end of the season, he goes 27 to 32 for 316, and they beat the Bears to make the playoffs. <laughs> so uh, he's he's quite good. And Aaron Jones makes a big difference for them. He's had three straight 100-yard games, obviously adds to their offense. But, you know, all season, this is nothing new. This is not groundbreaking. But the Dallas Cowboys at home are a great team. Dallas Cowboys on the road are a different team. I, I can't logically explain how bad mm-hmm. they are on the road compared to how good they are at home. But I think that's what's moving this line. I think everybody looks at this Cowboys team as, hey, when they're at home, they usually handle uh, mediocre teams. I think the Packers are a mediocre team. I don't think they're better than that. And, you know, you look at some of their big wins they've had, you understand why people are taking more than a touchdown with the Cowboys. This is a really, really good team at home that they can turn your lights out. They And I don't buy the playoff thing. I, I don't – look, the pressure is on them probably more than any other team just because that market, the this, the – disappointments they've had all that but I I think that I understand the line move and I can't say it's unjustified I I think that the Cowboys are just a different team at home Uh, Frank three dome games three outside it looks like a couple of them uh, weather is going to be impacting these games and and you wrote about this over at Yahoo Uh, just how does this set up for you like first off as a better like we've been seeing these movements Sunday Monday we're sitting here on Tuesday morning are are you willing to respond that quickly? I mean, they are just hammering the under in Pittsburgh Buffalo. We're sitting at 35 here this morning. And are, are there any teams in the playoffs that really stand out where you think, okay, their style of play could really be impacted by weather? Yeah, honestly, I mean, Buffalo is one of them. <laughs> so, uh, but I'm going to buy the dip. I'm going to take over 35. Not, not, not to, you know, say anything bad about our great, meteorologists out there but we're five days out how do we know how do we know it's going to be that bad there and even if it is you look at like pittsburgh buffalo you know pittsburgh can move it on the ground they'll be able to i don't i don't view this as being a 10-7 game maybe it is and that's fine you know you you gotta you gotta gamble sometimes i guess but 
I think it's to to have this line move. What is it about six, seven points now? It's open to forty one. Mm-hmm. I think if I'm right, forty and a half. And now it's all the way down to thirty five. Yeah, it just it just seems too much to me based on a extended forecast. You could get there, and maybe it's. <laughs> I, I know it's Buffalo in January. It's not going to be great weather. You're, you're not playing in Palm Springs or anything. So it's <laughs> but if, if it's not 50 degree or 50 mile an hour winds, uh, over 35 is going to look pretty good on game day. I'll tell you that. I, and, you know, you talk about you know teams who are impacted by the weather. I look at both of the teams in Kansas City this play this weekend. Miami and Kansas City aren't going to like cold weather. I don't really think Buffalo likes the cold weather much at all. It kind of reminds me of the Aaron Rodgers Packers where. They don't, they're not really, it's weird. They're, they were in Green Bay, like Buffalo was in Buffalo, obviously, but they're not built to play in that weather. They're not built to be a cold weather team. So I don't love that for Buffalo if it's going to be terrible, terrible weather on Sunday. But yeah, I, I usually, I, I try to fade, you know, the, the bad weather overreactions and I'll, I'll be doing it definitely in Buffalo. Man, as someone who worked in local news for a couple decades, I'm with you. We're supposed to get a few inches of snow here in D.C. on the weekend, and all we got was rain. They're always wrong. Let's look at uh, the Browns and the Texans. We got Flacco and C.J. Stroud. What do you like in this matchup? I just, you know, as much as I do love C.J. Stroud, and I believe he had the greatest rookie season we've ever seen out of a quarterback, the, you know, offensive rookie of the year is not a race as much as some people want to make it with Puka. Puka had an awesome year. CJ Stroud yeah. should win that award unanimously. He was that good. Like, he he is awesome. He's a great story. D'Amico's a grand slam hire of a coach that the Houston Texans had no business making. They got lucky that he happened to be like, yeah, I played there. I want to go back and, you know, rediscover the my legacy there. And they couldn't have hired him had he been drafted by the New York Giants. So they the Houston Texans turned around their entire franchise this year with the quarterback, with the head coach, with a couple other great young players emerging. But I think it ends here because that Browns defense is just nasty. That's the one thing that I truly trust in this game. I don't know that Joe Flacco, this story, is just going to keep rolling on to a Super Bowl. I think we have a bad Joe Flacco game coming. I don't think this is it. I think this is the kind of team. We, we saw Cleveland really move the ball on them well, especially to Amari Cooper in Week 16. I think that... I don't know that they're going to be able to get over on them like that again, but I do believe the Cleveland's defense is going to carry the day here. That is a really, really good unit coached by Jim Schwartz. They've been good since week one when they blasted the Cincinnati Bengals. And I just think that it's nothing against C.J. Stroud. I'm not doing a whole old rookie quarterback in his playoff debut. I just trust this Browns yeah. defense to be really, really good and win this game. Like, you know, one of those 17-13 type of games. Frank, if familiarity breeds contempt, then this should be a contemptuous matchup between the Rams and the Lions. Detroit uh, still a three-point favorite. Uh, But Sean McVay is going up against Jared Goff, and I am curious if that gives McVay some kind of an advantage here. Uh, it might. I, he, you know, he clearly got rid of him for a reason, and he he knows those weaknesses. But it's been a while, too. I, I mean, I think Goff has, has evolved. I think he is turned into a much better quarterback than anybody thought. You can never convince me. I've said this before. You can never, ever convince me that the Lions thought they were getting a viable quarterback in that trade. It was just, all right, fine, Jared will be a, a bridge guy for a year, and then we'll figure it out. No, he's been good. He's been much better than they thought. I, I believe that. But in this game, it's not it's not much about, you know, golf as much as it is. That that Lions defense is really, really suspect. If, if Aiden Hutchinson doesn't get home, what do they do? And this is a – Rams team that A is really, really well coached. Sean McVay would be my coach of the year. 
Matthew Stafford's having a heck of a year, and he's rested. Cooper Cup is going to be rested. Puka is having an unbelievable season, obviously. I just don't think the Lions secondary can handle this. I, I think that this is a real bad matchup for them. It's a real bad spot. The Lions crowd is going to be amped up, and I, I hate going against that because it's going to be a true, legitimate home field advantage there. But I just don't think this Lions secondary can do it. And then you add in the Sam Laporta injury. I do not believe he's going to play on mm-hmm. Sunday. When you hear outside shot, that, that means outside shot. Like, that means, hey, maybe we get a miracle. Even if he does play, he won't be 100%. That's kind of on Dan Campbell. We could argue about that, I guess. But I just think this is a really, really bad matchup for the Lions. I, I think that the Rams, the Rams are going to be able to pass the ball when they want to pass it. They've had a heck of a year. They're really, again, really, really well coached. I think McVay, I think this is McVay's best job. And that's saying something for a guy with a Super Bowl ring. He's had an mm-hmm. unbelievable year, and I, I think this is the Rams' time. I, I think the Lions are really, really going to struggle in this game on defense. The uh, the Chiefs' support is coming in earlier in the week. We're seeing those three-and-a-halves turn to four. Uh, we mentioned weather earlier. Certainly it looks like it could be impactful in this one. How do you read this matchup? And, uh, you know, we keep coming back to this Moster thing. Like, it's going to come down to that, yeah, right, with, right. Uh, with that Chiefs' run defense. Yeah, it, it, it really makes a huge difference. I, you know, I mean, people, I think, glossed over it before the Bills game. I mean, the Bills were only minus three, and I'm like, you know what? It's Waddles out, uh, Mostert's out, and that was a huge, huge deal for them. Obviously, Xavier Howard, Bradley Chubb. But the injuries have just killed the Dolphins, and this is one of those injury report games. I, I, we all, I think we all need to see the injury report, right? I think we're in agreement there. Mm-hmm. Mostert is a huge deal for their offense. We're seeing that. They're just not the same team without these guys. It stinks. I, this stinks so bad for the Dolphins because they were having this dream season, uh, you know, all the way up until they were up 14 on the Tennessee Titans a few weeks ago, right? And you blow that game, and all of a sudden, doors open for the Buffalo Bills to win the division. They walk through it. You've had a million injuries, and you go from this really cool season you're having to, you're, you know, you're going to win division for the first time since 07, I believe, 08, actually, when Matt Castle year. All the way to well, okay, go to Arrowhead the first week of the se- the postseason. Like that stinks for the Dolphins, and I I feel bad for them, but I, I don't know that they can pull off this upset unless they get some guys back and, and get really truly healthy. And I don't know that that's going to happen. I also don't really trust the Chiefs leg more than a field goal. Uh, they just haven't been that team this year. So this is one of those. This is probably the hardest game on the board for me because I can make a case like probably against either team, not for both teams, but against both teams because the Dolphins' injuries have changed who they are as a team. And the Chiefs just – I keep waiting. I don't want to cross off Mahomes and Reed because you get into the playoffs and you've got the best coach and the best quarterback in the game. Well, that makes a big difference. But it, Chiefs are really hard to trust right now, especially over a field goal. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. This one, I'm not really sure what to do with either. There's two, there's a couple two and a halfs and three Eagles at Bucks. We've got Jalen Hurts and that mangled finger. What do you make of this matchup? Uh, this is, you know, I mean, I, I said this on our podcast Sunday night, and I'm going to stick to it. That not, I don't need to see the injury report, although I do. I mean, if AJ's out, if, if Jalen, we'll see how he's affected. But I really want to see press conferences, locker room interviews from Philly, because I just wonder, does this team want to play anymore? Did, are they just done with each other and just want to go home? And I say that dead serious. This seems like a team w- whose locker room chemistry is as bad as, as it gets in the NFL. They just, when they roll over against the Giants, I mean, they just didn't care. They looked at like a team that was like, get us on a golf course because we don't want to play football with each other anymore. I mean, it something has gone really, really sour with the Eagles these last six games. And, you know, they lost five of six, and, and a lot of these games were blowouts. Like, th- this is legitimately, if you're just taking a six-game sample size, the Philadelphia Eagles have been one of the worst teams of football over the last six weeks. And six weeks is not insignificant either in an NFL season. So I just I, I just kind of want to see, the, is there any leadership there in Philly? Is it the sky's falling? Or, I mean, can they rebound out of this? I don't know that they can. I really don't. But you look on the Bucks side, and their offense has just hit a wall. I, the last two weeks, they got a couple of garbage touchdowns against New Orleans. But other than that, they've basically gone, if you don't count the fourth quarter there in week 17, they've got seven quarters without a touchdown. You can't score a touchdown against Carolina Panthers with the division on the line. That's a red flag there. So, I, I don't know. I'll probably talk myself into Eagles by Monday night. But I don't feel comfortable about it because they've been – legitimately terrible yeah he's frank schwab of yahoo sports here on betql daily and i understand those sentiments completely when it comes to the eagles i mean they kind of remind me of say the bills last year where it kind of felt like they were just giving up and certainly other teams were sort of capitalizing off of that so maybe that's sort of my comp you know at the same time you look at futures the eagles are seven to one to win the nfc and those are the third shortest odds lions have longer odds rams bucks have longer odds why do you suppose that is, even though all of our eyeballs agree with yours, that the Eagles are almost giving up? Yeah, two two reasons. One, people will always be enamored with that roster. I mean, this is a roster that was the best team of football last year from week one until the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl. I mean, they were fantastic last year, and the roster is still there, and you can talk yourself into their star power. But I think the biggest part of it is 
who in the NFC do you like better? Like, I, it's rare to go into it. Like, this 49ers team is really, really good, but they don't seem like the 85 Bears or anything, right? Where you're just like, there's, they're so unbeatable themselves. But you look at the Red Sea NFC and who are you talking yourself into? If I, I don't see any of these teams beating the 49ers. And I, it sounds stupid to say that before the playoffs even start, but I can't talk myself into any of those other teams on your list right there. None of them. Do, do I really think the Detroit Lions are winning in San Francisco? Do I think the Dallas Cowboys, who are awful on the road, are winning in San Francisco? I can't talk myself into it. Definitely can't talk myself into the Eagles being that team. So I sit here, and this is the rare season where I – What about know, the Rams? Maybe the Rams. Maybe, the Rams, maybe because – because they're so familiar and, and Stafford's playing at such a high level. Maybe that's your best option. If you're trying to long shot, you, mm-hmm. you might be right, Joe. It, it might be L.A. But truly, when I look at, when you take stock of who are your Super Bowl contenders right now, I can only come up with really three teams. Like, and that's weird to say at this point in the year. But who else would it be? It's the Bills. It's the Ravens. It's the 49ers. And anything else would be an upset to me. Did, uh, did Jim Harbaugh's tenure at Michigan end last night? I don't think so. I think, can I, I oh. put on uh, my, my Wisconsin alum hat real quick and get, get <laughs> yeah. Michigan? I think that Michigan, I think that the head coach at Michigan loves the attention. He's a, an unusual guy. And I think uh-huh. we're going to be sitting here in 15 years from now being like, oh, Jim Harbaugh's throwing his hat back into the NFL ring and everybody's going to get fooled by this again. I believe he likes like Cower, like Cower, like every yes, year. Yes, every year. <laughs> Gruden. Gruden was the thing, too. You know, like, you remember that. Mm, yeah. We're just mm-hmm. going down this road now with Jim Harbaugh where it's going to be as somebody who has to write about this all the time. I just roll my eyes and I'm like, oh, we're doing this again. Jim Harbaugh's agent is awesome at getting his name in the headlines and keeping him in the cycle. And he has, he, I don't think he's ever going to leave Michigan, ever. Like, I truly believe that. I, I believe he's going to retire as Michigan's coach, and we're going to talk about this. And I, I say this only half kidding. We're going to talk about this every year for, like, the next 20 years until he retires. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Right. Think about all the money he's going to get that way. I know, you just the, the raises and you get attention. And, oh, boy. Man, why couldn't Washington have won last night? Come on. Come on. <laughs> I know. I know. West Coast sadness over here. Frank Schwab of Yahoo Sports, thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. This is Becky Well Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, there are a lot of great playoff futures that we can capitalize on right now, and we will share our favorites draft style right here on the Becky Well Network.